When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. What's up, everybody? You are listening to another episode of Life in English. I'm your host, Tony Kazin. In this episode, I'm going to talk with Alondra Sandoval about the life of an au pair in the U.S. Now, for those of you that don't know, an au pair is a young adult from overseas who lives with the family on a legal visa for up to two years. And they provide child care and sometimes housework in exchange for a weekly stipend, room and board, and an opportunity to experience American culture with an American family. Now, this exchange program is extremely popular amongst young people around the world who are looking for a chance to live in the U.S. for an extended period of time and experience the American way of life. So in this episode, Alondra from Saltillo, Mexico, is going to tell us about what she was doing before she joined the Au Pair program, the sign-up process, and some of her experiences since she arrived here six months ago. So... Let's not waste any more time and let's get into this interview. Hi. Good evening. Excellent. How are you today? Fine. I mean, I don't have a lot of work, really. I take care for two kids to six years old and they, mm. all, they are all the day in the school and it's all. Oh, so you guys aren't virtual anymore in Texas? No. No. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Why you say that? It was like, I imagine, I guess it was more work for you when they yeah. study at home, right? Yeah, I know. And then they are so, um, they have a lot of energy, a lot, a lot. I imagine. Yeah, yeah. They are twins and it's it's a hard work. Boys really. or girls? Boys. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. I bet they terrorize the entire house. On a daily basis. I know. Jeez. I know. Since how long have you been here in the US? Six months. Oh, okay. So you just got here. You're relatively new. That's even better. Yeah. Yeah. So I just kinda wanted to know a little bit more about what you were doing before you came and then how was the process of joining the actual all pair program and what your experience has been in this new country so far. You know, so how old are you right now? Twenty six. Twenty six? Okay. So Take me back to, uh, let's say, six months ago, or I guess the first moment when you had the idea to join the program. How did you learn about it? 
Well, I have been uh, talking with my with my with one friends in a couple of friends in Mexico. Mm -hmm. uh, they they worked with me, and first of all, one girl. Um, she went to I think that Washington mm -hmm. maybe, and the other one in the in Seattle. So they introduced me to the this program, mm -hmm. and I have the idea first because I mean you only have like a one moment in your life, and in all your life is like a what's happened with me. I don't know what I, what I'm doing now. I mean like a, well. And this was my life. <laughs> mm, I got it. And then um, they uh, introduced me to, for this program, and they told me about the uh, daycare of the of the of the kids. I mean, you can choose your your family, and the family choose you. It's not just the um, the family, you know, mm -hmm. because in one programs you need just. And wait for the family choose you, but in this program you can choose the family and then they can choose you. This is the like a match. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah, and then, well, in the first moment when I think about the program, I don't think that this would real, you know, because in Mexico happen a lot of things like um, spams or maybe uh, traffic or something like that. Yeah. And the first idea that, that coming in my mind was, um, it's, 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 this is fake. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is fake. And I want to, in, uh, and I don't want to lose my, my money because also you need to pay for, for uh, the program. It's like a exchange. Yeah. Well, they sold you like a exchange by this probably more. Probably more or less, depend of you. Mm. Well, and then I don't want to. I don't want to lose my my money, and I want to. I wanted to wait for my friends to have the experience, and then they told me that well, <laughs> with this we these are, are real, and then I I introduced myself in the in the process. And first of all, my parents don't believe me anything because I have serious passions. I have serious passions with the, with the kids and well, with my cousins. It's like um, please don't touch me, please don't touch me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then, uh, well, I know it's it's different, really. Mm -hmm. It's different because. The the custom and the tradition in Mexico, the family is so different. Yeah. It's so different. And here it's like a um completely uh well the the boys are really awesome with me. Mm. But uh, well in, um again in the in the process when you want to learn or um, well, when you want more information about the process, you can um, just search in Google or something. I think it's so it's so easy, really. My program is cultural care, 
Okay. And is, I think that is very popular in the in the country because I have another friends here. And they are from Colombia, from Argentina. I have new a new one for. I think that I don't know is for Italy or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. I have one for Brazil, so they are in all the world, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well... I, I want to make mm-hmm. sure I heard you correctly just a second ago. You said yeah. when you told your parents that you wanted to do this exchange, let's say, that they didn't believe you because you had zero interest in taking care of kids? Is that what you yeah. said? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because so, I, I, don't yeah. Have, I don't have interest and I don't have patience for taking care but I mean, you you develop. I I think that I develop really mm. because I take care for another my cousins, my other cousins, and another, another kids mm-hmm. in Mexico. But was is different, really. It's different because if you stay with the boys twenty four seven, is I mean, it's all the day. Yeah. It's all the days, all the year, and it's because. My parents don't believe me, and they say to me, "Well, if you do this one, I, <laughs> I'm sure that you want to come maybe three months or two yeah. months ago, and you need to, and you want to come again in the come back in the house." Mm-hmm. And I say, mm, "Are you sure? Are you sure that you want to to um?" I don't know. Are you sure you want to do this? Basically, is yeah. what they're asking you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm well. Yeah. I'm dying. <laughs> I saw on your on your profile that you're an engineering student. Is that right? Oh yeah. Did you finish school already, or you're studying right now? No, I'm finished. I'm engineering student. No, I am engineering. I'm industrial engineering in Mexico. Oh, I see. So you finished studying before you came here. Mm-hmm. And that's interesting because you. You said when you first started talking that you were kind of like at this point in life where you're like, what am I even doing with myself? Like, where am I going? And that was kind of yeah, like... Yeah, but, but it's because, well, I was... Uh, <laughs> I had a job mm. and my job... I, I think that my job is not like uh, all that I wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, I I wanted more and I didn't get more because my English wasn't perfect or maybe it wasn't like um, better than the other person. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I mean, I want to improve my English and then also no more cities, no more countries, no more cultures. And this is fun, really. <laughs> so that was the main motivation for you was, of course, yeah. working on your English and just yes. experiencing something new, right? Yes. Hmm. Now, you said, again, that you had zero interest in kids, but you still joined the program and you developed that interest. Mm -hmm. But would you still recommend that other people do the same thing? Like if you have zero interest in kids, would you tell those type of people to stay far away from the all-pair program? Or maybe they can also develop that interest over time. What do you think? Well, I think that it's different for all people, really. Because... If you are sure that you can uh, just 
go far to the home or something like that you can uh, you can search for several programs like uh, um, Canada studies or maybe US studies I mean it's not easy really it's yeah. not easy because because I want to now I want to enroll in the school and it's super hard in school here but, you mean yeah mm, okay yeah, but it's it's hard and I saw uh, one of my friends in Mexico uh, he go for he's now in in Canada and he's studying and working but I don't know um, I don't know what is what is the process or something but was hard because he has spent like a three months or four months uh, searching a program and enrolling in the program and you need to be like a uh, you need to have first um, like visa, and it's not easy. Also, get the the visa in Mexico, or I don't know in other countries, but in Mexico it's not easy. And then you need to prove uh, your incomes. Mm. So, <laughs> if you are a student or if you want to study and work, um, it's hard. Yeah. But what you said that it's really hard to study here, and I've heard that before, but I know absolutely nothing about what a foreigner has to do to study in the U.S. So what exactly is so hard about the process? I think that it's hard because um, being a foreign, foreign. A foreigner? Oh, foreigner, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. My English is not perfect. It's so. good. <laughs> uh, being a foreigner uh, is, is hard to prove. It's hard to prove that you have uh, enough incomes for pay the for pay the school or I maybe see. for um, for stay in the country i mean and if you don't have um if you don't have any anybody here you don't have family or you don't have any support it's more hard it's harder so it sounds like really the the income or the money itself is the biggest problem yeah yeah I mean, the, the, the problem is proof. It's proof that you have the money because maybe in, in your country have money, but you don't have here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I know what you mean. But you finished your first degree. You got exposed to this all pair program. You thought it was a joke or some kind of scam. Your friends told you, no, it's legit. Like you should join. Mm-hmm. And then you finally decided... And I know that your parents didn't believe you at first, but did they show any like resistance? They didn't want you to go or they said it was a bad idea or they kind of were just like, do what you want. Yeah. 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 They only uh, say me, well, they told me that if you want to go to do, do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's your life. You're li- you have um, enough years that you know what is bad or what is good. If you if you believe that it's good for your life, just do it. I mean, you doesn't have for me. <laughs> I doesn't have any that for stay completely in in my country like uh, sons or married or something. I mean, mm-hmm. no. So, and I thought if my parents tell me that do it, why not? <laughs> why why not? I mean, yeah. it's just one year. Um, well, minimum, yeah, minimum is one year. And I think that when I come back, maybe all things that is the same. 
you know. Mm. Uh, my friends maybe are married or not. Maybe my parents, my parents absolutely they are there in the in my house. My sister are in my house, so you're not missing anything. Changed. Is the point? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. So once you finally decided this is what I'm going to do. You said that you probably did a lot of searches on Google. There's a lot of information out there. Yeah. I'm aware of they have like Facebook groups and things like that where you can talk to other au pairs. But what is the yes. actual process like? You call the company or send them an email. How do you actually start? And what is that like? Well, no, they have a lot of um, like a influence in, in the in the web. And they have Instagram, Facebook, a lot of these uh, apps. And you can search like a cultural care and they have a Instagram and in the Instagram they have all the daily they put the link and you can assist uh, you can enroll in the link and they send you an email for a meeting a virtual meeting and the virtual meeting they explain you all the things that you need to pay this one and you need to do this one for the visa you need to um, to have a um, driver license, you need to be single and uh, without kids, and uh, you need to be a uh, you need to be um you need to have a bachelor maybe or no really yeah I think so no, I I don't know is I'm very confusing because the bachelor degree or high school uh, is just the like a elementary and the other oh so you have to have a high school diploma. Is what you're saying. You have to have graduated high school. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My, uh, something like that. Because at university, when you study engineering, you got a degree. That was your first mm-hmm. degree. That's your bachelor's. Oh, well. So yeah. before that is high school. Yes. Okay. You can have the, well, in my case, I have the bachelor's. Okay. But you can have the bachelor's or uh, just the uh, high school. High school. Okay. I yeah. understand. Yeah. Understand. But- and then... Um, well, well, you need to pay. How much is the license. program? It, when I paid for the program, I think that... Let me see. Was $1,200. Just to enter the program? No, but for the entry for the entry in the program, you need to pay fifteen dollars. <laughs> okay, so you pay fifteen to enter. What's the one thousand two hundred? <laughs> you know what that money is for? It's a complete program. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, um, they interview, and for the interview, you need to pay fifteen dollars. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then for. Um, the first part of the program, like, is the, I think that is the, oh, they also, <laughs> they also, uh, you need to do uh, this, like, uh, psycho, psych, psychology test. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you need to do the psychology test to prove that you are fine and you don't want to kill the kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you need uh, to pay the half of the of the program in this in this season in this um, in this test, and then after 
this one they they made you an appointment in the in the building or some sure i don't know the yeah. office yeah yeah in the office for the visa mm -hmm. and uh, oh, also you need to the to have passport sure because yeah, yeah, they yeah. don't grant me the passport yeah so they uh, they just run me the um, the visa so it sounds like the agency let's call it takes care of a lot of the like administrative stuff like you bring yes. your money you do the interview the psych psychological exam but they take care of like the visa the paperwork and all that stuff you don't have to worry about that right? no Mm. No, well, I mean, if you if the if in the in the in the visa they you doesn't have the visa or they don't give you the visa, it's your problem. I mean, <laughs> and the company doesn't yeah doesn't um what? doesn't don't don't give you back the money that oh. you give them yeah. I see. That's mm -hmm. that's kind of strange, don't you think? Because they, they set up the meeting or whatever, but they have no influence over whether or not you get Well, approved. you can, they send you a letter for for the consular or something like that. Mm -hmm. And you show the letter and they ask you, uh, uh, well, when you come to the consular, you, they ask you uh, about the family, about the kids, about the job, the program, all, all. And you need to know where do you want to live, where do you go, going to live. And in my case, they asked me about the work of the, yeah, the job for my husband and where I want to live, I gonna live and how much kids I'm going to take care, and I think that was all. So you do this after you've already selected a family and they selected you or before? Yeah, after. After, after. You, okay. Yeah, you need to, to well, after to, to you enroll in the, in the meeting, they send you all the steps and, and the, after to the psychology test, you need, you you stay in the it's like um it's like a Facebook but for house family and outbursts. Oh, okay. I yeah. see. Yeah. I see. And then it's like a it's an a platform. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's an app. So you are in this hub and they can see you but you cannot see them. Yeah, I know. You cannot. You only can see the families that send you a request for meeting, and they. How do you feel about me. that? It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, I mean, like, um, why can I? Why? Why? Can I cannot uh, choose the family when than I can? Right. And they can see, and they. I mean, well. It's summer's grace. So just make sure I understand. You start just by paying a basic $15 free just to set up the interview with the agency. Mm -hmm. If everything's good, then you can enroll in the program. There's, I think, a $1,200 fee that you mentioned. Then you do your psychological exam and everything. And then you go to this online platform where there's all pairs and families looking to meet and match. That's the idea. Yes. Once 
the family sends you a message, then you get to decide whether or not you want to work for that family. Mm -hmm. How does that work exactly? You just send messages to each other or you get to talk to them? Yeah. Uh, They send send you a message and then uh, also uh, you need to... Well, if you want, if you want, you need to do like um, uh, meetings. Um, you can have FaceTime. You can use WhatsApp, um, whatever you want. And then uh, you need to to chat with them. Like, a, what what what's my duties? What was what would be my? I want to take off all my weekends. Uh, this is possible or. Uh, how is the the boss? Uh, what is the the behavior or something? Do you want to? You you need ask them all the you need to know. You know, um, if you want to, if you need to, Stella, please. If you need to, <laughs> my husband. <laughs> <laughs> if you need to have your own room or your own bedroom, or your own toilet. I mean, all these things. Because sometimes uh, you think that you have all these things, no? Like uh, I have my own bedroom and my own bathroom, and in some family it's not. You need to share with the kids, or you need to share with all the family in well, some employers do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I don't do it. <laughs> I have my own. Oh, but some employers do it. And it's up to you, you know? It's up to you if you want to share. It's up to you if you want to take care of more for, of more or three or four kids or the ages or something. And then, um, if you accept the terms, if you accept the the condition for the for the take care of them or take care of the family or take care of the dog and do the dinner and do the something that is not your duties. Mm-hmm. Also you need to well be responsible and do it then. So it sounds like the terms of your job in this case are negotiable it's not like the same for every person you and the family agree beforehand what's your responsibility no well um, with my family my really my family is so nice really i love it (laughs) i love my family because they are so they're so lovely they're so lovely they're so nice they're so kind um my husband i live just with my husband, um, they are separated, and my husband, well, the dad for the guys, uh, live in another house, mm-hmm. but I work in the in both house. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, it's not really hard. It's just my work consists just in take care of the boys. I didn't make a, I didn't cook the dinner or uh, breakfast or lunch or something. Uh, I do the laundry for the for them mm-hmm. just and mine. Um, 
And I think that it's all. I, I mean, I drop off in the school. I pick up in the school. And I play with, with them. I mean, my work is not like a, like a, oh, no, they're opers. Because I have a friends that they care all the day, all the day for the guys. In is you need to stay with this with them 24/7. They wake up and stay again. I mean, it's not real. It's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. But how many yeah. families did you talk to before you found the one that you're with right now? Mm, maybe with. I think that like a five or four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But was there something specific about this one that made you realize, like, this is the one? Because I'm my husband and I I have a, we have a really connection. Mm. Yeah, she is amazing. And she's like um, this type of of woman that you can uh, talk with her and she inspired me a lot of confidence, really, because uh, when I came here, I didn't, I didn't talk, I didn't talk like this. No, I mean like a, this is good for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also I can uh, when I talked with with she, uh, she inspired me a lot of confidence, and I want to talk more and more and more. And she helped me a lot for my improve my English, and then f- with the with the with the boys, they she helped me a lot mm-hmm. uh, to be more more confident with them, and they care better for them. And I think that is the real connection. I mean, uh, you never know how is the other the other face, you know. Uh, in in the meetings, you. You meet the the people in the in the screen and you talk with them, but when you came here, maybe they lie to you or maybe it's yeah. not it's not correct that they send you or something. I mean, uh, but with me it was awesome, and I think that this is the the key for for the connection and for do the match because I talked with my first. Uh, family, they are four, four kids, and I say, mm, no, sir, thank you for no, no. <laughs> and also the um, the mom, the husband mom, was so busy. She doesn't have any time for for talk no. with me. She doesn't have any questions. She only wants to to catch something and. She wants now. She wants the other month. You need to fly with me and stay with my kids and take care of them. I mean, like, no, this is not the work. Yeah. Yeah. This is not the way that this works. And my husband, uh, in the, in that time, uh, they live in in London. Mm. And, yeah, they all was incredible. The time was incredible change i mean i was in the the 4 p.m and they are in the they were in the maybe maybe 11 something yeah yeah mm-hmm. 
and she take and she took the time for asking me about my life and asked me why why I want to to come to the to the to USA and also she I think that this because she also uh came to South Africa I think so mm-hmm. and she was a volunteer here there and she lived like a like like this experience but another time yeah. and was completely different but but no <laughs> because she was um she was far from her family and also I am far from my family mm-hmm. yeah so I naturally she understood you, you yeah yeah but if you were talking to a future au pair, for example, you already mentioned that connecting with your host mom or dad or family is extremely important. But what are like some red flags or things that they should oh, yes. notice and yeah. say, no, nah, I need to stay away from? What do you think? Yeah, I think that, yeah, there are a lot of red flags, mm. really. Yeah, I mean, uh, one girl that in the interview uh, the family say the family told her that they doesn't have any space in this house in that in that house for her but uh, they want to move in another big house so they never happened and she she was matched with them and she was sleeping in the sofa for three months I mean yeah this this is a red, super red flag yeah. <laughs> And then uh, also you need to ask them about your room, obviously. And then if if they doesn't doesn't want to show you the bedroom or the bathroom, it's a red flag because they don't be yeah. they don't they don't be prepared for you. I mean, they don't have space. Yeah. Mm, one more. Else. I think that it's important also talk about the card because if you live in one city like like Houston Houston is big yeah Houston is big and you need you need a car I mean like you cannot just walk until Walmart because Walmart is like a five it's like a 500 old like in my house and it's horrible yeah and then the hot is horrible in so much so well and you need to ask for the car. You need to ask for one well, minute for for oh oh. You need to ask for the gas. If you need, if you have car, you have you need to ask for the gas. If they want to pay you, if you, if you need to pay the gas, or if you need to pay the gas only when you need to take a car in your free time. Also, you need to ask for your free time. You want to take all the weekends free, or or you only have uh, well, in the contract for the program, you have one one and a half week off per year, per month. Ah, okay. okay. Yeah. In my case, I have all my weeks off for time. Yeah. Mm. So you need to ask uh, your your house family for this, and oh, also that also is important that you need to ask curfew. Ah, didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah, curfew. 
a lot of people have Carpio here. And if you are Latina, this is not going to work for you. This is not the way work for you. No. What do you mean, mean by that? What do you mean? It, specifically, if you're a Latina. Yeah, because a we, because we, I, I know, I know the people Latina and we want to, I mean, well, not at all people. So not all the people, but we want to go outside and maybe dance or maybe not, or maybe go to the movies or and you need, if you have a car few, you need to stay in your house, maybe 10, 30 or 11. I think it's not a great deal. It's not. And I mean, you are young and you need to know more things. Yeah, yeah. And this is that you pay for it. Yeah, seriously. So um, you need to ask for a for car few. And it's important. Oh, also, it's important you need to ask for um, home rules. Yeah, a lot of a lot of family have a uh, home rules in in their house. Mm. Uh, I mean, my house doesn't have because we are free. <laughs> yeah, no freedom, but free. Just when you free. say rules, can you give me some examples of rules that you've heard that are just like? ridiculous yes. or something like that oh well for rules i mean like um i don't know because i i mm. don't have it yeah right so. it's not your experience yeah. <laughs> mm. i don't know because i don't have it but oh maybe um sounds stupid really like uh you cannot entry for the for the real entry you need to entry for the garage yeah okay i mean i don't have garage yeah. well i have but this is another rule in my house and maybe you cannot um oh you cannot stay in in another place that um a lot of family they have and security cameras in the in the house and this is i don't know if this is a problem or not maybe because you cannot have security cameras in your room but you don't know, you know? Ah, i see what you're saying yeah i mean and Jeez. yeah <laughs> it's a lot of things it's a lot of things and the other other rule I think that maybe you, the the kids doesn't don't the kids cannot have um like a candies for treats or something with sugar they cannot uh, drink this deep this type for beverage or snacks or something I mean um, sometimes it's it's good. But sometimes it's like a Jesus. This this kid doesn't want to die for one lollipop or something. I mean, yeah. they eat the dirty in the floor. Literally, yeah. Yeah, my kids do. My kids do. Yeah. It sounds yeah, like it really is difficult to um to be sure about anything because like you said one it's different for every individual but two yes we could be talking right now i'm the host family you're the au pair and i tell you all these things but then mm -hmm. when you arrive it's completely different so in that yeah. case i know that you haven't gone through this personally but maybe you've talked to somebody who 
went through that experience where the family sold them this dream and then they come as completely different. Do you have any support from the agency or anybody in that case to where you can solve that problem or can you change families once you get here? How does that work? Yeah, yeah. Well, I did really. I have a, one one friend from Argentina, Argentina and the first family that she chose was horrible. Uh, she care she take care for three three kids, and the the older kid uh, hit her in her back with a bat. Uh, the medium the the medium kid uh, bite her, and the and the medium kid also uh, he needs a, a special medication because. I don't know why, but they did, they didn't tell her anything in her interview. So <laughs> yeah, I know. And then we have a LCC that is like a local coordination, something like that. Okay. What's their yeah. responsibility? What do they do? Yeah. Yeah, is she's our coordinator. So she take care of us, supposedly. supposedly. And when we, aha, uh-huh, yes. <laughs> and we, when we have a hard time or when when you have a problem, you need you can um, tell her. Mm, and I you see. can call her that for help or for something. I mean, if you. Also, they have a lot of programs like a Zumba or something like that. But you feel more, more, more into in the in the USA culture. But I mean, really with Zumba and Zumba they have like a, yeah, they have a, like a, a also psychologist and therapist, therapist, therapist. For um, if you feel like um, homesick, if you feel homesick in the in your stay, when you stay here, you can talk with with them. And then when you have this this type of problem that you want you that you you want stay in the house with these people because they hurt you a lot, <laughs> you can do rematch. You can search another family and do the process of again. I mean, just search the correct family. I see. So you're not necessarily like locked into this family. If there's any problem, you do have the option to mm-hmm. change families. Yes. Okay. But if you doesn't find an, a, another family in three weeks, you need to come back to the to your country. Oh. Yeah. We don't pay. Man, they do not make it easy for the au pairs in this program, it sounds like. I know. I know. It's not easy. I mean, if you don't choose correctly, it's not easy. Right. And you never know if you're making the right choice until you actually yeah. arrive in the house. Yes. Right? Yeah. But this, well, I don't know. I think that it feels, it feels really. Mm. When you are talking with the with the people and you didn't feel like a oh well they pay me attention they ask me because um, after that I talk with my husband uh, she asked me maybe three weeks uh, per week three times for per week 
uh, how I am or what I am or what I am doing in the weekend or in the week in my job. I mean, if they doesn't pay attention to you, I think that is not the correct comedy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I understand. So it really sounds like after listening to you, the one of the most important things is making sure that you ask all the questions that you have, that you really get a feel for the family you're going to be staying with, or at least as much as you possibly can, because, you know, once you sign the contract and get on the plane. Jesus. Wow, wait. <laughs> yeah, man, it's like a lottery or something. You just roll in the dice and hope you hope for the best. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I know. I know it's well I mean this program I think this is not for all people who is it not for in your mind well I think it's just for people that want to to I don't know to to live another thing of life (laughs) another life because you are, um, if you don't have to, if you don't, you, if you don't know how to stay by yourself, I think that is not the program is not for you. Mm. Yeah, because it's a lot of things. I mean, you don't know the family that you want to meet here. You don't know anybody here. You are alone. And your family is far, and maybe your LCC is not the better person for support you. And it's a lot of things. I see. What about other all pairs? Do you know anybody in your city? Is there like a community or a network of people where you guys can make friends or support each other? Yeah. Yeah. um, Well... You have a lot of options, but I think that um, the best one for made friends and meet another helpers is the LCC meetings. The, the LCC um, made a meeting for, I don't know, maybe a monthly, and they uh, send us a, an email and they say, okay, we meet in this park or, uh, I don't know, in this coffee and and I have all these leads for helpers. If you want to to join us, you are welcome. If you mm-hmm. don't want, it's okay. But I think that is the better form that you meet another helpers. Um, another thing, in Facebook are a lot of groups. Really, I mean, you can you can find a lot of people in Facebook too. You've been here for six months. It's not that long. Um, no, it's not. But you came not at the peak, but definitely during what we know as a pandemic. So from what I understand, there was a point in time where they weren't even accepting anybody. Everyone was banned from coming here. No all pairs could continue their process. They kind of were just stuck. So what was it like for you? Do you feel like it was easier or harder? Was the process different in any way for you because you came during that time? Yeah, well, I I didn't came in the... the in the pandemic time, like um, when all the people was in lockdown. Right. No. Thanks God, no. Because it was a lot of time. Yeah. I mean, no. If you don't want to, if you cannot go inside, go outside, 
No, I don't know what. But um, but I came here when when just when when the lockdown was over, and all people come back to the work and come back to mm, the okay. to the schools it was awesome for me. For because in the Mexico they don't have any restriction for well they have restriction for for going the, in the frontier but just if you go drive yeah no in flight so I fly I flew in the <laughs> into Mexico for here I mean my house is literally. Too close. It's too close for here. It's eight hours driving and one and a half in the. Oh in yeah, that's real close. Yeah, I know. But, well, uh, I flew and uh, some. They also, the the lockdown was over and I have a uh, also one friend from Argentina that that in Argentina. Uh, rent like a plane, completely plane, just for hours. Yeah, the program rent a completely plane just for hours. Wow. Yeah, because they have a, a restriction. USA have a restriction for from Argentina, mm -hmm. and they didn't came uh, until I don't know, maybe I I think that maybe in October. October or November the last year and was a bunch of opera like a 100 yeah <laughs> yeah I mean this is not my case but what's horrible and this is no I don't want this happen really yeah man this is your first time ever coming to the US though right yeah And then you, you talked about there's like Facebook groups, there's LCC meetings and things where you can meet other au pairs. But what has your experience been meeting, I guess, like making American friends or just people not involved in the program? How has that been? Well, the American NCs, they are very friendly, really. Yeah. And I think that... Well... <laughs> The thing is that the Americans also want um, not just a friendship. And, yeah. What do you mean by the, that? Yeah. <laughs> 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 the, the thing is... The thing is uh, <laughs> well, I have several friends. Several, it's not... They are not my friends. I have meet just like uh, several guys and girls but the girls they are not like um super friendly with other girls and the boys I don't know maybe I was I am wrong <laughs> maybe I'm wrong and I meet uh wrong people and it's just like that but the people the other people that I meet was very friendly and they helped me with my with my with improve my English and they also they don't know uh, I think that they don't speak Spanish well mm. well I didn't I didn't ask them but when I speak Spanish they don't understand me so <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, and it's all, I think. And also, the family for my husband, family for my husband is so nice. They are sucking. I mean, well, they are like a, an adult, maybe 70, 17 or 72. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. I see. So this is the thing. Mm. Yeah. I and see. I don't have any, like, a, more friends or something. I download uh, an app, but... Mm, what no. kind of app are we talking about here? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm very curious to know. Um, there's many apps out there that one can download to meet people. Which one well, did you choose? <laughs> I download um, Bumble. Mm. For my... This app say made the friends and I just want to make the friends. Yeah. yeah. I mean I just wanna make the friends. My, my my profile say made the friends. So <laughs> and also I don't want um another app. The most popular for... one, I imagine. No. No. What what is the most popular? Tinder. Tinder? Yeah. No. What's the other one? Hinge. Oh, I've heard of that one. I see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at me like this. <laughs> so I'm guessing you didn't have the best experience no. on either of these apps. No. In Hinge, oh, wow. In Hinge, I, I found uh, one guy that was... Um, he he did match he did did yeah he, matched, he did match yeah. with me and i answered him but he was crazy and he was creepy because he he is i think that he's like a programmer or something and he beginning to follow me in my in my own cell phone and i don't know who and i don't know what or how he he did this one and i'm like okay black 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 and what's creepy what's creepy <laughs> wait 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 you said he started to follow you on your cell phone yeah, what do you mean yeah i swear yeah I swear. Like follow your location or something? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I know, I know. It was creepy. I mean, like, um, Jesus, I don't have any, anything more for this app. And I didn't use one. <laughs> so it sounds like the most, or excuse me, the majority of the time, if you're not with the family, you're pretty much just with yourself. Is that right? Yeah. Mm. With myself and I have um I have two friends now, but um, one one of my friends has a boyfriend now, an Albanian boyfriend. <laughs> Why not? And the other one, um she has perfume. Oh Jesus. So it's a little bit Mm. So how do you normally actually 
take me to like a typical day. Let's say it's Monday. What time do you normally wake up and what do you do on a typical day? Well, on Monday I wake up maybe 6.30, 6.45 a.m. And then we, we cook the breakfast out. I think I didn't cook any. I made like a oats and they also eat cereal and it, it's all. <laughs> mm. They also, they love the chocolate biscuit with milk. Mm. It's all. And they, and then they, we need to brush it, um, get dressed, be ready for the school. I drop them up at 8 8.30 to the school and then I come back to the house and I clean our, all of our masks like um, dirty plates and peas in the floor do the beds now um, pick up all the, the ties or something like that and then I made my breakfast and it's home I wait for them until 3.30 so you have the whole day to yourself. It's pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. It is. <laughs> <laughs> what do you yeah. normally do during these giant gaps of time that you have to yourself? How do you pass the time? Well, no, I'm I'm going to the gym because I'm a teeny, a teeny tiny, uh, a teeny tiny stick. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I need to. Increase this this body. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah, and then um, so in the weekend I spend all my day here alone. Maybe I read or well, the last year I took a, a courses for English. Um, this year I think that it's all. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't have any things for do really. Yeah. Sometimes. I go by myself to the parks for walks or with Stella, my husband. So, mm. it's so. <laughs> Yeah, I get that impression that most people that enter this program, their experience is like, you know, you spend time taking care of the kids or with the family, but the rest of the time, you just do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that could be good, but if you don't really know anybody or have anything to do, then it also exactly. sounds pretty boring. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I mean, I don't have any like a hobby or something. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty. My really, my dad is pretty worried. Mm. Yeah, I accept it. I accept it a few months later. Yeah, from a few months ago. Ago. Now, it's my understanding that this whole program, the exchange, is basically you get to come here and experience the life and the culture. You get a place to stay. Sometimes a car, sometimes your own room. It kind of just depends. But are you getting paid to do the job as well, or the payment is the fact that you get to stay here for free? Mm, no, you need uh, you get a payment for mm. this. Yeah. Also, you get a well. The good for this program is that you got a payment and you get a a house, like mm -hmm. a, in your house. You got meals. If you if the family provide you a car, you got car. Mm -hmm. So you you don't need to pay for for anything. You need to you don't need to pay for 
for house or rent or services. In some ca in so some cases, uh, they got you um, they got you a um, card, credit card. Really? And, mm -hmm. I got I have one. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and a cell phone. Reese. Baby, can you say hello? What's up, Reese? <laughs> Reese doesn't sound very happy right now. No. <laughs> Um, his behavior is like um, maybe a little bit aggressive mm. I don't know why I think that it's because their parents are person yeah. and it's a little bit hard to stay the change sure, sure yeah sure. like uh, they, they spend five days with, with their dad and they and then five days with their mom Oof. but yeah but the change is it's hard every week they go back and forth jesus yeah it's hard for them really especially at that age i mean yeah i know i know And um, several times they are like a kids. I mean, they just want to play and something. Right. But, but then other times they want to break things and say bad words because mm. they are angry or they are frustrated and they doesn't have doesn't know how to express all these emotions. Right. And this is, I think that this is the real work in my case. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because they are not like a, I mean, they are not in the house at all day. So, hello, baby. No. Come here. Okay, bye. <laughs> I have a candle. I I have a candle, and he wants to blow the candle. Uh, yeah, but the candle is in front of the pillow, so I don't want to burn the pillow. <laughs> well, uh, I'm saying you were telling me how basically the real work isn't necessarily like, you know, cleaning the house and cooking and cleaning because ah, yes. that stuff is easy. It's like those moments when they come home after school and now they're yours for the mm -hmm. rest of the night until they go to sleep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It is. And really they are, I think they, I care, they, I take care for them maybe two hours after to the, to the um, school because then we have a dinner mm -hmm. and then they have a bath and they then uh, go to sleep early, like um, 8.38. And it's all. I mean, this, when I came here, I say, 
this is it? Like, what? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Really? But I don't know if in all the families is the, is the same mm-hmm. or just in my family. You know? Yeah, it sounds like you got lucky on this one. Really? Yeah. Um, the winner. <laughs> how, do, yeah. how do the parents handle disciplining the children? You know, when they start acting up, getting crazy, what do they normally do? Or what did they tell you to do? Well, mm, it's different. It's different, really, because she wants to have, like, a, this in, this in, environment, like, the for peace and love and you need to stay with them and you need to have them and you need to say it's not that you need to uh, break the things and scream and something like that and like okay let's do that and with that with that it's completely different with that they they doesn't happen never this behavior never Never, because their dad is like a. You need to be a big boy. You are six old now, and you need to. If you are angry or you or something disturb you, tell me. But you need to to say the things. You need to to talk with somebody. It's not um. It's not an option. Break things. It's not an option. Be a spoiled boy or something no and i think that he he's a strict or he's like a more organized organ organized with these things that her because they they knows they knows who because with me they doesn't scream like this and they also can hit her or something like that. Yeah, for me, never, never. Yeah, just one time that the other guy, the other uh, kid wants to to hit me. So this is this is that real work, you know. Yeah. But then the bad time and the bad time is her time. Mm, so it's the time that, that she she have to spend with them because they spend all the time with me. And sometimes I feel bad. Sometimes I feel like a, because they they told me, I love you. No, they told her like, I love you. And they told me, I love you with all my soul and you are my own. <laughs> okay. Jeez. Yeah, I know. And she's like, a, but I am your mom. <laughs> yeah. And it's sad, but I mean, I think that is part of the, of the separation. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Especially at that age, man. Um, mm-hmm. Kids need somebody to attach to. Somebody they feel is there for them, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, all my life. 
Oh, man. One thing that I've noticed since we've been talking is I know that you said before we actually started speaking, maybe your English wasn't perfect, so you weren't sure if we were going to be able to even talk like this. But it's actually, I mean, your English is good. And you said six months ago you couldn't even communicate. You weren't talking like this. So what was your experience when you first got here? Because I know there was the culture shock, for sure, but also the language barrier. You know, what was the experience like getting to this level of English? What have you done since you arrived? Well, I think that um, I feel I I don't feel that my my English is good really, because I feel like uh, also I need to to work in my in my times in my times. It's horrible. What do you mean times? <laughs> like a um, like like a do the match with the verbs and that I think uh. that. And the, I I don't know how to explain. Like a, I usually talk a lot of in past, but I don't know how. So <laughs> I see. maybe I can tell you, but and you can you can understand me, but I don't use the verbs right. I see, like does instead of did or yeah. go instead of went, stuff like that. Yeah, I see. Uh-huh. It's this one. I think that this is my my bigger problem. Mm-hmm. And when I came here, I didn't talk with strange. With strangers, <laughs> you mean? Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Because because it was so I was so shy, and I want I don't want to another people uh, laughing or maybe something, you know? Yeah. And here in Houston. You still have a lot of people, uh, like a Latina people. Yeah. yeah. And and they are horrible. Yeah. What do you mean by that? How are they horrible? They are horrible because because they does they don't help you. They don't help you. I mean, you can go in Mexico. In Mexico, you can go. I don't know. Maybe another city, and they help you. But here. If you are Mexican or if you are Latina and you meet another Mexican or another Latino, they don't help you. They're bad. They're like, a, you want to keep my job or you want to take my money. And I'm like, jeez, man, we are from the same. You're beginning like me and you're beginning maybe worse like me and you cannot help me. Why? Why you cannot help me? Why you want not help? You mm-hmm. won't help me. So... This is the thing, and also, and also, they believe like a uh, uh, sorry. I am I am the superior for you because I am here. I am a I'm ham. I I have been here like a uh, six years or maybe all my life here, and I and you don't know how to speak English, and you don't know how to answer another people. I mean, like, and then. Um, I think that is a lot of a lot of things. But now, if you take it, take off all these these um, thoughts, and you worry more worry more for yourself, for improve your English or for do that you want to do now, and in. In 
reach all the thing, all the things that you have now. I think that is better. One thing I do want to know that comes to mind right now is you said that minimum the program lasts one year. What are your mm-hmm. plans after the program finishes? Do you plan to renew or you, you said you wanted to study here, but you're not sure if that's going to happen. So what are you thinking at the moment? Well, you can ask when, if you want, you can, you can extend your, your estancy here. Your stay. Yeah. Your stay. Uh-huh. You can stay, your stay here. Six, nine or 12 months. Mm. Okay. Yeah. With the same or with other family. So if you decide and extend, you need to pay again. Yeah. $1,200. For No, just no, for 100 yeah, you need to pay four hundred. But in the beginning, you need to pay one thousand. Yeah. So you need to pay one four hundred dollars, and for example, six or nine or twelve, whatever you want. And you need to to complete uh, six grades or sixteen hours for um, studying, whatever you want. What do you mean? Because, like go to college? Mm-hmm. If you want to go to the college, you can go to college. If you want to to be, a, I don't know, maybe virtual courses, you can go to the virtual courses. You also need to complete six grades or 16, 60 hours. It, oh, this no. is, I think that is 72 hours. If you want to renew... Your your stay no. or extend your stay? No, in all the program, also in the first years. They expect they require you to study. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. Why? Because because my or visa is J one. That is like a student and worker. Oh, I see. So to maintain the visa valid, you have to study. Yeah. Uh, well then. It doesn't make much sense because you just said how hard they make it for you to actually study, but they require it. Well, well, also that's also this was uh, hard because when I want to when I want to enroll in my first course was like a one month for beginning to enroll in the course and then wait for the answer for the Houston Community College and then we need to I need to went to the college for enrolled by myself and that's horrible but I enrolled and I finished it was awesome <laughs> well no not a lot because it was online and the courses was like a ABC English oh so you just took a basic English course mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they have a uh, test for make for choose the level, mm-hmm. but the course was horrible. And they the program ha- um, the co- the program gave you five five hundred dollars for the study, and you want to 
if you want to pay for this study in the Houston Community College, the way, oh well, in the community college you can pay if you want to keep your this money for another thing and pay by yourself, your students, you can do it. Mm. Sounds like there's really not much support in this part of the program. It's just like figure it out, do what you're yeah. gonna do. Yeah, it's just like a for check out the check out the the point in the list. Yeah, I got it. And it's all. Before you came here, I know this is your first time. So before you came here, what ideas or impressions or uh, perceptions of the U.S. and Americans did you have? that you no longer have? Like, what did you think before and what do you think now after six months being here? Well, I think that I don't have, I well, I have a lot of, like, um, I don't know, I thought that the, the things that was, will be maybe hard for me because I didn't talk a lot um, English in my country because I don't have <laughs> any partner or something. Yeah. So, but not really. And my in Houston is too is is too is same. It's same like like my my city. Really. Yeah. Well. I think that is because for the people and something. I mean, my my city is like um, it's quiet and it's not too big, but but it's also no big deal. It's yeah. just a city. <laughs> what city are you from? Saltillo. What's the closest major city to your city? Uh, Monterrey. Ah, okay. Okay, I got it. Yeah. I got it. So, Saltillo is like a Monterrey, but little. Smaller. I got it. Okay. Yeah. And I think that the, uh, Houston is like a... I, I don't know. I mean, it's not a... It's a big city. It's a big city. Yes, it is. But doesn't have like a... Or maybe I, I didn't know the big part of the city, like in the parties or like a a lot of homeless or or the bad side of the city um maybe i didn't i didn't know this these parts mm. of the city but he i like here because i live in the it's like a suburb or something yeah suburbs yeah i live in so in the suburbs and it's very quiet and the the people, well, the people never is in the streets, never. I mean, this is one thing that I I see in the movies that all people <laughs> eh, are doing barbecue in her in their porches, and and I came here and I say, what? <laughs> Where is the grill? Where is the flag? Where is the barbecue? I want my my little pool in the in the in the front yard and do barbecue in my grill and, yeah. and it's not like this not really and i'd never see people in the street 
Yeah, especially not in the suburbs. It's always quiet. Everybody's either at home or at work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all people, and now all people is in the home um, working. Yep. And the most noisy things is the school that is like a two blocks of, of my house mm-hmm. and it's all. And it's all. I mean, I didn't have a lot of noise here. Have you had a chance to travel yet to other cities or states? Yeah. Mm, where have you been? I went to first in my first month in July. I went to the um, North Carolina. Okay. What were you doing? Yeah. Why North Carolina? Because uh, the mom of the parents of my husband, they live here. Ah, okay. okay. Yeah, in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So we went for for holidays in July, summer holidays. Mm-hmm. And we spent there uh, two weeks, one in Virginia and one in Wilmington, in the beach. Okay. Beach. 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 Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to say the other thing, the other. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we spent two, two weeks there, and then I have a lot of mag- magnets on my trips. Mm. Um, we went to ah, oh, I went to Chicago. I went to Chicago with my friends. Was awesome, really. Mm. What was so awesome yeah. about it? I've never been there. I don't know anything about the city. Well. I went to my friends and we went to a lot of a lot of places really. We went to the Millennium Park, the aquarium, the museum, the we tried the pizza, the this huge the deep pizza. Dish was, pizza. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was awesome. You need to try. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean I fall off with one slice for pizza, but mm, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. So um, one more is oh, we we went to the sky deck and um, another building that I don't remember. Uh, I think Elite Tower or something like that. Mm. I don't know. And we th- we took um, architecture uh, architecture boat, and they then they explained you all the buildings like that. This building was built in the ah, 100, something like that. Yeah. And the owner is blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. it's cool, really. And what more else? We're traveling the, in the, um, I, I, I don't know. It's like a met, metro, line bus or... I don't know what is the name for the Chicago, probably the metro. Yeah. yeah. Well, this thing. Um, I, I don't remember what was. Well, was a lot of people there, and was a nice, nice uh, season for go. We went to in on September. Yeah. Hmm. Why do you say that's a good time? It was the weather or the yeah. Was, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, because it's not too hot, but not too cold. Yeah, because in the winter, it's man, Jesus. Yeah. yeah, because it's cold there. It's cold, cold. I mean, when we went, maybe it was in the in the night it was cold mm-hmm. due to 
bring your your hoodie or your sweater or whatever. Estaba no. Or when, um, because it was cold. Yeah. So, um, the last, in Thanksgiving, we went to Kentucky with my house family. Mm-hmm. And we went to distilleries and something. Oh, man. I bet that was, that, that was cool. The, yeah, it was cool. My husband loves, loves the, the, the bourbon. Mm. And her dad loves also the bourbon. And, and I was, I'm winning the lottery with this family. <laughs> really? And, uh, yeah, for real, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know. I mean, my family is awesome, really. It's awesome. I'm very glad to be here mm. with them. And the last one, we went to the to Colorado Spring Boat. Yeah, and we was skiing and was awesome. Also. Damn. Yeah, I know. You're on vacation. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they took me. Wow, yeah. that's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. This is the. The good part. I mean, well, all my all my experience was good. Yeah, I haven't heard much bad yet. No, you know? no. I I hope I hope no. Yeah. Yeah, and I want to to enroll. Talking about the studies and something like that. I want to. Oh no, Estela. I have a problem with this dog because this dog is so stinky and she also parts in all the rooms and she parts in my room now and I hear (laughs) (laughs) nah she would have to go send her somewhere else (laughs) shit I swear, I swear. She's nine years old and she's like a I'm didn't. It wasn't me. <laughs> really? Well um <laughs> Your studies you were telling me about. Yeah. Yeah. I want to enroll in my in my in in a college or something. I don't know what is the process. Because mm. I ask um, when when I came here, they have a nanny, and she also is she's like a twenty five or twenty four. I don't remember. I think that's twenty five. Um, and and I ask her what is the process, but. She told me that it was maybe seven years ago that she did the process. And I'm like, really? And she said, well, you need to, first you need to enroll in the page of the university or community college or whatever you want. And then they have all all the university or community college, they have uh, different um, requirements. Yeah. Yeah. For following, so you need to enroll it and follow the steps. And then, if they want to, they they permit you join them. 
join to join them. them or yeah or yeah. enroll sure yeah and you need to ask for a new visa all right time out so you enroll first then if they say all right you can join then you mm -hmm. apply for the visa, but do you, you're allowed to stay during that time where you're yeah. waiting to be approved, right? Yeah. Okay. And then you need to, to prove that you have enough money, obviously. Yeah. I mean, or you need to prove that you have a sponsor. Which is extremely difficult because the university in the USA is everything except cheap. <laughs> you know what I, I know. mean? I know. And I am, I'm not rich. <laughs> Oh, well, well. Mm. What do you want to study, though? Mm, I want to study, like, uh, really, instead of, uh, an engineering, again, or maybe some easy. <laughs> mm. But is the purpose of studying to stay longer, or you're genuinely interested in furthering your education, or, or maybe both? What's the, the motivation? Both. Mm. Yeah, because I like I like here, and I love my family. They are awesome with me. Really, they support me a lot, a lot. And my family in Mexico, mm, they know, they know that I I love them. I love my family here, and they know that I want to be more, like um. Well, more like um, in the prof professionally, professionally ambition. Yeah. And I think that it's all. I mean, I, I don't know. All this, all this for the studies is new for me. Mm. I, I am searching about the universities or college and something yeah i want to know more but it's it's not easy and also i need to i think that i need to take another test for my english mm. yeah because i think that if you don't have any enough uh, levels for english you cannot enroll in the in whatever course yeah i mean that makes sense yeah it makes sense. But even, it's funny you say that because even as a native from here, trying to enroll in college and know what options you have and what the process actually is, I remember preparing for school and I'm like, what What am I supposed to do? Because you just follow the website and it's like, they give you 30% of the information, then you try oh, yeah. to call the office and I'll put you on hold or call this office, let me transfer you. And it's like, so I can only imagine as a foreigner. Mm -hmm. that they like make it damn near impossible to get the most basic information I'm sorry and I bet there's a lot of people in that same situation I've talked to a few that have the same doubts it's like I want to study even if they have the money they just don't know what they need to do or mm -hmm. who to talk to so it's yeah. just like mm. I know I know because in some in some cases they say that you need that GAD in other some cases you need a TOEFL. In other cases you need a. Um, I don't know what is the, what is the other test for, enroll. Beginning uh, with the a um, or ACT or SAT or ACT. something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. So we will see. <laughs> <laughs> but to stay another six or 12 months, you don't need to study. It's only yes. if you want to. Yes, you need to study. Oh. You need to complete the six credits or 74 hours. Didn't you do that already? Yes. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. Like now, if let's say six months from now, when your first contract ends, to stay and do another 12 months, you wouldn't be required to do 60 more. Yes. Really? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No way. Yeah. I think that if you want to to extend six months, you cannot do the grades. Yeah, yeah. right? I mean, obviously, six months. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But if you need, if you want to extend nine months or twelve, you need to do the grades. Mm. And again, just so I'm clear, you can study whatever you want. You just need yes. to study, and yes. there's absolutely no help with that. <laughs> uh, exactly. Yeah. I mean, if, if they if they give you like a, you need to study in this uh, in this school or whatever. For me, it was more easy, yeah. really more easy, really, because you know where, you know how, you can mm. ask directly, knowing in all the, all the world, the opportunities to study. Yeah. It's, just, it's almost hard to believe that, especially because this, from what I understand, the whole all pairs situation has been happening for years now. Like, it's not something new. And even still, zero resources for people like yourself. That's that's hard to believe. Mm-hmm. I know. Hmm. I know. I mean, a lot of a lot of girls. Um, they they finish um, the year and they stay here. I mean, I don't know. Don't ask me because I don't know, and maybe <laughs> it's illegal. Mm, okay. I think so. Okay. Or maybe not. <laughs> but then they study and then they works another thing, or maybe they follow with the things for nanny. But it's different being nanny to, to be an over, because when you are nanny, they pay you more. Mm. But you need to pay rent, uh, services, gas, car, uh, food, all. And when you are pay, you uh, when you are over, um, they pay they pay you less. But you did all the the salary is yours. Right. You, you cannot you. You can use whatever you want. Very interesting to think about, just kind of like what the experience is. Because when you stop and think, for somebody who has never heard of something like this, kind of like your parents maybe reacted, it's like, you're going to do what exactly are you telling me? Somebody you've never met ever in your life. You just had a Skype phone call and like, I like their energy. They got to be the one. You fly Mm -hmm. across the world, stay with these people, hoping they're not psychopaths or extremely strict or whatever it is, you know, you're just rolling the dice on that one. And then hopefully it works out and you're taking care of this family, sleeping in their house, 
and it's just your new life. That's just, you know, for the next 12 months, this yeah. is your life. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, there, it seems like depending on the situation, there's not much help in many aspects that are quite important, like learning how things work, studying, which is a requirement. You know what I mean? And um, you particularly got lucky, but I've heard some horror stories. Really? Mother, oh, yeah, man. I mean, like really crazy stuff that happens. And you, again, it's, it could be anybody. It could be anybody. You just never know. know. Never know. Mm-hmm. One of my friends was who wants to be on our pair. She was telling me the story. This girl from Brazil, she went through the process, got accepted, moved in with the family, got pregnant during her time there. No. She And this is just the story I was told. She was already a, a pretty big girl. She was pretty big. So for the first couple of weeks or months, they didn't even know she was pregnant. You couldn't tell because she was already, you know, relatively big. So, according to the story, she gets all the way up to nine months pregnant, has the baby in the bedroom, in the house. No. Doesn't want the family to know that she had the baby. Kills the baby. Killed the baby. I don't remember how they found out or what happened immediately after that, but obviously now... Uh, she's in prison and, um, you know, obviously that has nothing to do with the crazy family or nothing like that, but just, that was the first story that came to mind. I was like, what in the fuck? How did she pass the psychological exam? You know what I'm saying? Wow. I mean, I know that this, well, our families are bad families and then our bad outbursts. Exactly. I mean, no, all the outbursts are like, a, wow, you are the best. Yeah, something. yeah, yeah. No, no. Also are bad outbursts. But, wow. Yeah, man. You, oh, you imagine? I I couldn't imagine. And then imagine if you're, if you're the mom or the dad, this is your house. A baby was murdered in your house and you didn't even know about no, it. No, like, no, no way, no. I want to move right now. <laughs> Immediately. We're packing up the yeah. shit. We're moving. Nah, dude, dude. And you will be deported right now. <laughs> For real, man. Yeah. For real. It's just like. Oh, my gosh. Sounds like something out of a movie or something like yeah, that. It doesn't even sound I real. I know. Wow. And then there's like sometimes there's a situation where it's not. It's like only the dad and the kids and then a girl moves in and then the dad and the all pair get together and like, bro. Ooh. Just messy, messy stuff, man. I mean, after that, you cannot, uh, you couldn't confidence in another people. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, dude. You're like really just taking a chance here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, when I came here, it's like a, somebody can can enter in my room and kill me in the night, in the middle of the night. And yeah. I'm here alone and nobody wants to <laughs> nobody wants to search for my body. Yeah. So I'm saying it could be weeks or months before anybody even asks, like, hey, what happened to yeah. Alondra? Where's where is she at? No, no. No really. And I took like a maybe one or two two weeks for for my friends and 
easily somebody can kill me yep. in this one or two, two yep. weeks, really. And oh, wow, wow. Which wow. makes me think, you, I mean, you're 26, you're a young woman in a new city, the U.S. I'm not sure how much research you did before you came or how much you had heard about things before you came, but a lot of people, especially young girls who plan to do this exchange program or whatever, they're afraid because they hear about, um, I mean, you come from, from Mexico, obviously, I shouldn't say obviously, but I imagine it's actually much worse for women in Mexico. It's obviously. It's obviously. Okay, cool. So we're on the same page. It's definitely worse yeah. there. But I'm saying a lot of people are afraid, you know, it's a new place, a new city, new language, new culture, and you're really by yourself. You know what I'm saying? So you can find yourself in some very dangerous situations. Yeah. You know, just randomly, it could be anybody. So how do you feel in the city? How do you feel on a day-to-day basis? Have you felt like you've been in danger or that's not even something you worry about? I am well in the beginning I feel I feel like um not much confidence obviously because I'm here alone and you didn't know anybody mm-hmm. just your in me in my case just my husband and if he, if I troll like um for accident or maybe an assault or something like that I, I imagine that I couldn't explain myself for the the action that that the person made me made me or something, mm-hmm. and I was really afraid. But then I then I forget this one because I cannot live here. You know, I I couldn't live like with 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 um, in fear. All the time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I couldn't live here. Live there. And then no, live like this. So and then I was afraid again, afraid again. They they when I know that they uh, a lot of people have a guns in yeah. In the cars, or uh, oh. uh, I think that I don't know. Maybe two weeks ago, I saw one man walking with a gun mm-hmm. in her back, in his back. So I say, and my my husband. I went to. I was walking with my husband. I just we just dropped off the boys in the school, and we came back to the school walking in talking about this one and we saw this man with a gun in the in the back and i see and i and i and i ask her do you see that one and she said I welcome to texas yeah <laughs> yeah i can't believe it and the other guy when i hung i was hung up uh the mexican guy he told me that he has a gun in his throat and I'm like, okay, see you. I didn't see you again. I I don't want to see you again. So, mm. I mean, I know that this is Texas, but I, yeah. this is Texas, was, but what's happening? I mean, you cannot talk or something or in oh no it, it's it's horrible really and i it, i think that it's just that i uh it's my my real fear like uh one one day 
<laughs> this is the crazy. <laughs> One day I drive in the in the in the like a boulevard, and then I park in the light, and then other people park um, beside of mine, and then with a gun like mm-hmm. a, and I like Jesus, I didn't. I didn't do anything. Yeah, yeah. Why did you kill me? So, I think that this is my bigger fear. Mm. And for other things, well, I don't, I don't know. I don't have another. Mm. It's interesting you say that, though. I guess it's a, obviously a question of culture, and I guess it depends on the person, too. But I actually feel, it sounds weird, but I feel safer in Texas knowing that everyone around me has guns. And what I noticed is, like, I spent half my life in California, half my life in Georgia, and um, mm-hmm. I noticed that people in Texas, in my experience, are actually friendlier and more respectful yeah. than people in California. And I don't know uh, if this well, is I- true, but I always thought it's because everybody has guns. And they know if stuff starts to get crazy, if you start, if you know, you can disrespect me if you want, but <laughs> we got that thing ready to go. You know what I'm saying? They're crazy. They're crazy. Yeah. Uh, we went to the to the um, baseball play mm-hmm. one time, and one people was a uh, couple of men are was fighting about the teams or something, mm-hmm. and also one guy uh, close to them. I speak with them and they show them <laughs> then he showed them the the gun mm-hmm. so they peacefully <laughs> come back to the sea perfect example and, yeah perfect come back example. to the sea and yeah. just enjoy the place mm-hmm. <laughs> in Guadalajara in Minica yeah man it, that's it's kind of it's weird because that's such an American thing like the belief in the value of the second amendment like i have the right to keep yeah. it come with me at all times it's such an american thing but you know although i think in general with the amount of guns that we have in the country the amount of people that have guns there's a relatively low amount of like incidents or problems or things like that however i know in texas i was i was living there in like 2018 it came on the news <laughs> I'm sure in Houston, I lived in Dallas. I'm sure in Houston it's the same. The traffic is just terrible. Yeah. Terrible. So these this woman and her friend were driving in traffic, and apparently they cut off this other guy. They were switching lanes or whatever. He had a gun in the car. So he pulls up next to him, rolls down the window, and bah, bah, shot them both. Killed them both. Because they cut him off in traffic. And I'm like... Now, guns aren't the problem there. I mean, he was fucking crazy. But, uh-huh. but uh-huh. you know, I can understand the argument that a lot of people have, which is like, if nobody had guns, then that wouldn't happen. I understand that, you know, because I couldn't even imagine. <laughs> you imagine, like, driving to the store and you get killed because you cut somebody off in traffic. You know? I know. Like, I know. Well, I think that the, the guns is not the problem. Right. Really. I think that the the people that have the guns is the problem. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if you need uh, some special permit for the guns. Not in Texas. As long as you're 18, you can go right to the gun store, 
by a 12-gauge shotgun, keep it in your car like a trophy, ride around the city as if it was like air freshener just hanging from the window or something. Yeah. Yeah. Georgia, too. I mean, in Georgia, you need a permit to carry it, but you don't need a permit to buy it. Mm. You can just walk. As long as you're not like a felon, they have to do a background check and all that. You got the money? Okay. Here's your gun. Wow. Yeah. I mean, when I moved, I think I think when I moved here to Georgia was the first time I saw just a normal human being, not a police officer, not a military personnel, just with a gun on his side, not hiding it. I mean, just... As if it was like a cell phone or something. I was like, I came from California. That's not something you see. And I was like, what the fuck? But then you come to understand in the South, that's just the way it is. People love their guns, man. Hi, babe. Hi. Mm-hmm. Hi. Hi, why? Can I have your auntie? And I just have family. And then you just, and then you let me have. Connor, leave it here. You can have in the morning. It's bedtime. Connor, bedtime. Connor, stop. Bedtime. I want my orange now. Is the thing. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Even that though didn't seem that bad, you know. No, That's the bad. worst of it. It's like. It's the worst. I mean, it's not too bad. Yeah. No. Well, you know what is the worst for me? Mm. They, I wake me. Super early, mm. super early, like six, six in the morning. And I'm like, Jesus, please, <laughs> let me sleep. Let me, sp- let, let me sleep tomorrow. And day I wake up with a lot of energy all yeah. days, and they want to play and jump and Whatever. Are they your responsibility on the weekends too, or just Monday to Friday? No, just Monday to Friday. Mm. I see. But there are some au pairs that even on the weekends they're expected to take care of the kids, right? Yes. Mm. <laughs> Fuck that. Um, you didn't. You did. Mm. You was interview another opus? Not yet, not yet. Um, one of my the first. Yes, you are <laughs> the first one. <laughs> um, one of my good friends wants to do it, but um, right, I think it was like right before, or like right after she went online to start talking to the families. The pandemic happened, so everything got stopped, and you know, uh, she told me that her experience right now is that most of the families because of the restrictions and because of all the red tape and stuff like that, they prefer to deal with all pairs that are already here and just want to transfer to a new family. They don't want to bring somebody from another country right now. No, because it's hard. Yeah. 
nice. Uh, well, when you are here, it's really easy. It's really easy for another family mm -hmm. because also if they are very interesting, they can pay you more. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, I know. My husband um, was talking with uh, some parents in the school and they talk about about me, about mm. the program, about the operas. And my husband said like, uh, well, you can you can get whatever you want, but not she because <laughs> she's my... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and so mm. it's easy, really, if you are here now. What about, um, I don't know if this is something that you do, but I do know that it's very common, even not just for all pairs, but people that move to the U.S. from other countries but still have their family back home, they'll um, work really, really hard here and send a lot of money back home. Is that something mm. that you do? Yes. Mm. How does that uh, work exactly? I don't work a lot hard. <laughs> okay yeah good point good point <laughs> but i send money yeah 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 but how does it i mean like do you get to open your own bank account and all that type of stuff or are you transferring it online oh, how does it, all that yeah. work um i forget to say to mm. tell you you need to you need to have your own account bank you need to have the social security number mm -hmm. you need to have private license and vaccines. Ah, uh, yeah, of course. I think that it's all mm. for the program. And you have to have these before you start, or like? No, when you when you are here. When you arrive, okay, okay. Yeah, I got it. So yeah, I have a, a bank account. I really have a two bank accounts because bad decision. <laughs> So in one in one bank account, I need to put all my savings, like um, whatever I want to save, mm -hmm. or travels or something. And in my other account, it's just for my husband um, send me the, the my money, and it's all. I mean, and I have a credit card for my my Israel and. In it, in itself, and for send money, I use um, Western Union. Ah, okay. It's too easy. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can, you only can go whatever, whatever uh, store with the sign for Western Western Union, and send your money, and they, you need to pay them. I think that eight dollars something. Ah, also you need you can go to Walmart, mm -hmm. yeah. and they then help you. Mm -hmm. And you need to pay like a three dollars for send to money. transfer any amount of money. Okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so yes. Easy. I know, but I send like a two hundred or three hundred dollars in and in my. In Mexican pesos, is it's a, lot, it's right? a big difference. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a four dollars. No, three hundred is six thousand pesos. Damn. Wow. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
and in Argentina and in Boli in Colombia is is more. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, it's more and more. But I think that is because in Argentina, in Argentina is is now is super expensive. Like, mm. Yeah, I mean, super expensive. And in Colombia, I don't know in Colombia really, but the the money is is different. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all. I mean, my parents uh, can go to the, to whatever Western Union also in Mexico and pay and order the money, and it's mm -hmm. all. It's super easy. Mm. I see. What What are some things that you wish you would have known before you came? Um, I think that <laughs> uh, maybe how to make more friends, mm. you know? Yeah, or maybe, well, in, in my case, in my case, I want to know more about the drinks because I don't know, I don't know really the drinks. I mean, I don't know how to order uh, like a beer because I don't know, like ah. I don't know the beers like here. Interesting. Yeah, and I don't know the wines, and I don't know like uh, the food, you know, yeah, and the drinks and something. And I maybe I would like uh, know more about the this, this type of life, like a. Uh, how to what what do you want to order in this restaurant or mm -hmm. what do you want to drink here or something and um, I think that I would like to know more about um, how to explain how to explain you in in other language, like uh, your things that you think that is so stupid and so easy, but you cannot explain it, really. You cannot explain the the games for the for the child in other language. How to explain? Oh, I I have one example. Okay. I have one example about the food. How to explain in Mexico? The all the food is just the same ingredients, but the name is different and the taste is different. So it's like a you have a tortilla. It's like a yeah. You have how do you make the taco? You have a tortilla and you have a beef and you have a um, salsa, salsa cheese and you have a cheese or something. Mm -hmm. And they ask you, well, okay, give me, uh, tell me another food. Okay, um, enchiladas. You have a tortilla, yeah. you have yeah. a cheese, you have a salsa. So, <laughs> I mean. I never thought about that. Yeah, it's true. It, and mm. all people say, oh, I love the Mexican food. I mean, it's the same. Yeah. It's the same. And you can explain this one. No, you cannot. You cannot explain this one. Because. Mm. It's same. <laughs> oh well, and I think that the other thing is 
when you explain the the games that that you play when you was chill when you was child it's like um i played maybe i don't know because i don't know how to play <laughs> yeah and it's like um it's like a baseball but it's not with the bait is with the feet and then you run and then the other people hit you with the <laughs> with the ball i mean it's a, it's super weird ah, kickball yeah. kickball is what we call that yeah no i know what you're talking about we call it kickball i know what you're talking about well i think so yeah i think that this um maybe these things that you think that is easy yeah, or so basic bound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super basic, but you cannot explain it because you can you you don't know you don't know how. So yeah, yeah. The drinks one was I never thought about that. I mean, like of course, as an English teacher, you know people want to know how to order food and things like that. But I mean, imagining going to a club and you want like a shot of whiskey or specific whiskey. You don't even know what whiskeys they sell typically in the U.S. That kind of thing. I never thought about that. Yeah, and so I, you say the game. I want this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One, two, three, four. This <laughs> one. This. Yeah. Jesus. And with the with the food, it's the same because sometimes, um, mm. like in the fancy restaurants, when we went with my family, I also I need to ask her. Yeah, because like a what is that one? Mm-hmm. And she say it's it's like a crab, but it's a fancy, fancy, um, a fancy way to say crab. Yeah, yeah. So you don't know all this one. I mean, in the English class, you they don't. Yeah, um, of course not. Teach you this. They they only teach you like a, I want a I want like a hamburger without cheese. Or with old onion, and it's all. I want to drink a large drink, mm-hmm. uh, and now it's all. You need to pay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, I have troubles with the coins. With the what? Coins. Ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I don't money. use the coins. <laughs> to be honest, because I don't know how. Shit. <laughs> Because I don't know how. So when when I didn't want my don't laugh with me. <laughs> <laughs> when I ha- when I didn't have my my bank account, uh, my husband paid me in cash. Mm. So I have my bills and yeah. I have well I buy something and then. They give me the the cash with coins. So, in one moment of my life, I have this big bag. Yeah, yeah. What do coins, I do with this shit? Yeah, <laughs> with coins, and then I pay with the coins, and all the people in the store look at me like a like you're crazy. What the fuck yeah. is wrong with this lady? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like a. What is this? This coin in this five cents, and this is a quarter. If is I this enough? Join... This quarter enough? <laughs> yeah. Oh, never thought about oh. that. Yeah. 
Another thing too, I'm sure like you noticed at some point something that they don't really do in many other countries is like tax. The, the oh, price yeah. says five ninety nine, but you get to the register it's like six thirty four or something like that. I hate this. Yeah, I hate this really because I mean I have twenty dollars and I cannot spend more than maybe eighteen dollars or, mm-hmm. or maybe seventeen dollars because plus the taxes yeah. are twenty dollars. So we don't even know. Or I shouldn't no. say we. I don't even know why it's done that way. I have no idea. And it's such a cultural thing that you don't even think about until you leave your country and you go somewhere else. Because literally, you might be walking to the store. We just kind of know just something that we learned intuitively. If you look and it says six ninety nine, you know more or less how much to add on top of that. And you just yeah. you wait and see when you get to the register how much it really is. You know? I know. I know. It's hard <sighs> it makes no sense. Yeah, I know. And also, oh, also we need to pay taxes. Yes. I didn't, Yeah, yeah, right? Because you are, you're getting paid officially. So how does that work exactly? You have a social security number and you pay taxes just like everybody else. So there's some special process you have to go through. No, I um, well, I think that uh, I need to pay taxes like everybody. Mm, okay. I mean, my income is not... The great thing yeah. because it's not, and maybe I, I will pay one hundred or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how to do because in in this life, in anybody teach you this one. Most of us don't even know, mm-hmm. so don't feel bad. <laughs> we don't even we don't even know. Like we pay somebody to do it or use some software, just put in the numbers. <laughs> like hopefully this is right. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Yeah, dude. Well, I, I mean, I I gonna tell my husband that she wants to help me with this because I don't know yeah. how to do that one. So, and she's so good and she wants to help me always. <laughs> so when you when you first arrive, how does the whole process work of opening the the bank account, getting the social security card, and all that? Do they just send it to you? Do you have to go talk to somebody? Do you get it before you arrive, or how does that work? No. First, for open an account, I need to get my social security number. Mm-hmm. And for my social security number, I need to wait almost one month here. I don't know why, but they told me that one. And then I called every day. Every, every day for, for one week for an appointment because was very full. And they gave me the appointment two months later. So when I was here, like uh, three months here, as when... I heard that one. <laughs> <laughs> that one was rich, yeah. <laughs> God damn! What are they feeding that dog? Jesus! <laughs> Man, <laughs> in a couple of seconds you're gonna smell it too. Like, no, I need to smell it. Horrible, really. It's horrible. It's like with with Jesus. Oh, Jesus. 
sorry for this one. Hey, I don't smell it. That's you. I feel sorry for you. Shit. You don't believe me. I now don't. I do. I don't. Damn, that shit was real. <laughs> it wasn't just like a little... It was... <laughs> like she just got done eating lasagna or something. Like, Jesus. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sounded like a human. <laughs> no place. Oh well. Ah, whatever. Anyway, three months. You were here three months, basically, with no social security number. You uh, yeah. couldn't open a bank account or nothing like that. You just had to wait. Yeah, in the wait. So, for have my social security number, mm-hmm. I need to have the passport, uh, visa, my oh. In the program, they got me two letters. One is the SEBIS, and the other one is the DS-2019. Uh-huh. 2019. 2019. Mm-hmm. Something like that. So, what's the purpose? And then you need to fill the form, the applicant, applicants, something. Application, yeah. And, yeah, application. And then I think that's all. I mean, when they got me the the appointment, I went in the morning, maybe nine mm-hmm. or eight thirty something, and they opened the door. They called my name, and I go inside, and I have the lookies that the guy in the in the window speaks Spanish. So first I speak English with my bad English of course. And then he speak me um he talked to me in Spanish and I say why you don't say that you speak Spanish? <laughs> you mean with my English for three pesos. So <laughs> and that's all. Mm. And I got my my social security number maybe one week before, one week after this one. And mm-hmm. But how was, now that I think about it, what you just described was to get the social security number, that whole process. But before all that, you had to get the visa. And that's something that a lot of people are like afraid of there's a lot of myths or people have different experiences some people say it was like super smooth no problem other people it's impossible to get it or i had to wait nine months just to get an appointment or whatever so how was the actual process the interview what type of things did they even ask you during the interview how was that whole experience well then then ask me about them it's like uh when you want to get a visa they ask me about the whole how much uh, was live here, and with who, mm-hmm. and who are um, what I'm doing now, and what I'm studying, and oh, also you need to to have um, a school, maybe the name for the school, um, because you need to prove that you want to to study ah, because okay. in, in the in the visa. In my visa, it's J1 yeah. for a study and work. So you need to prove 
that you are working in, in the family with the family and then you will be gonna you gonna ban, gonna study mm -hmm. in some time of the year and what models well I really need to call a, a lot of numbers and I called in the at number in the page and then they give me another number <laughs> and I call it and then they they told me that they gonna send me an email but this email never happened yeah so when I was talking with my with a group on the in the LCC meetings and something like that um one girl of this group uh, told me that he got she got an, uh, an appointment but she has another number different so she gave me this number and I called this number and they gave me the appointment wow <laughs> so yeah I know it's hard really I mean it's I told you like a maybe one more uh, in one day or something like that but no it was maybe one week or one and a half because mm -hmm. you need to to like uh, catch them so it's it's hard it sounds like in, it. yeah yeah and then in the appointment uh, they ask you for the travels if you if you was traveling before or not and they check your like a history but you don't have history so yeah. and it's all I think so I try to always put myself in the position of somebody that's coming here and what they would want to know because it's like I'm asking you these questions I'm um just naturally curious about your experience but somebody who has never been here, doesn't understand how things work, I wouldn't even know what their doubts or curiosities would be. Because we've talked a about a lot of stuff, actually, what yeah. you were doing before, um, the whole process of entering the program and the, you know, the fucking Russian roulette that you play, hoping that you get a good family, good conditions, and you all that type know. of stuff, right? You really never know. And then, of course, like, you know, the culture shock and things like that. We talked a little bit about that, but, you know, other than the language barrier... And the guns. <laughs> Did you notice anything else that was just super different? Because I think you mentioned family, but we didn't talk too much about what exactly is so different between the American families you've met and your typical Mexican family. What have you noticed that's extremely different? Um, well, maybe the food is different. Um, and what else? Well, quick question oh, so, for the kids, yeah. the kids, for example, in Mexico, is it like common? Is it a normal thing for parents to put their hands on their children? When I say put their hands on their children, discipline them physically, let's say. Is that a normal thing? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's common. I mean, well, I don't know now. I don't know now because, <laughs> yeah, because all the people is like, oh, you are love and peace and, yeah, 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 yeah. and the kids are like a belly yeah. yeah but in my times when I was chill they used the hands <laughs> same here I know even today like, like, uh -huh, uh -huh. and you're afraid that you um, answer 
wrong exactly. to your mom because your mom is like, what? What do you say? Exactly. <laughs> and dad is like two times worse because he's no. like, he's just naturally no. aggressive and he's like five times as no. strong. You don't, yeah. you don't play around. No. no, with my dad. Mm. My dad, with my dad, never, we never have trouble with my dad. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm the second for three girls and we are like a princess for my dad, mm. but for my mom. <laughs> yeah. Complete opposite, I imagine. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I think that this is one part for the for the culture that that here for me it's not like a good because no no the way for discipline the kids uh, with this this way mm-hmm. just the way for don't talk to them and get like a respect that you deserve like a parent and make sure that they know the role that they have in the family you know mm-hmm. they are kids I know and they have I they and then they deserve um I don't know maybe rules or something for them but also they need uh, limits and they need duties and they need to know what is the role that they have in the family and what is my role like a nanny or like a parent like a mom like a dad like a grandparent whatever Mm -hmm. so I think that this is the most um, difference in the in the behavior from the family, and also almost um, the school in here they doesn't have. I I know I don't know if, if the if the other kids have or not like a homework or something like that. But they doesn't have. So the school is different, and also um, I think that believing something also is different. Believe in something? What do you mean? Yeah, like a religion or something like that. Mm. Yeah. How is it different? Well. Because in my country, you can you can choose obviously, obviously you can choose if you want to believe or if you don't want to believe. But I think that is one way for keep um, keep together to the family. Mm. And here is like a nothing. <laughs> I don't know why. And also. Oh yeah, and also is when you when you are grown up and when you don't with your studies like a 
high school or something. Mm-hmm. You go to another city. <laughs> and I like, why? Why another city? I mean, you have your house, you have your parents, you can get a job here. I mean, it's the same. It's the same. And this is, I think that this is the thing that I don't understand. Mm. You know, what is the, why, uh, why, why did you go another, another, another city, another state or, and then you didn't come back to the to your city? Never. I mean, maybe you, you grown in the, you were born in the, in Chicago and then you, move for your master or something in San Diego and then you move again and and live in Houston and I mean and your parents are in Chicago and you didn't see maybe one time a day year I couldn't do this one Mm. yeah (laughs) I don't know why I don't know exactly why either, but it is definitely true what you're saying. It's a good observation because I noticed um, just Latin Latino people in general, family is like extremely important. Respect is extremely important. Religion is at the base yeah. of every family. Yeah, until the death. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it's totally normal. Like I have a lot of Brazilian friends. It's totally normal for them. You can be 29 30 years old sleeping in the same bedroom you've been sleeping in for the past 29 or 30 years totally normal until you get married you might not leave the house totally normal but here i left the house at 18 i went i was going to school here in georgia went back across the country to california to go to school living by myself and it was just like now that i think about it i never really thought like how uncommon that is in so many other places And for us, it's kind of just like we have this idea that we want to be independent. We want to be free. We want to do our own thing. And we don't really understand. Free for what? Right. We don't really understand what that means. You know what I'm saying? We don't really understand the cost of doing something like that and how much easier life probably would be if we just stayed home, set ourselves up, you know, save money and things like that. I mean, just money on rent. You know how expensive it is here. Just rent alone at 19, trying to... Man, makes no sense when you stop and think about it. But it's extremely common. Extremely common. Yeah, and the, the whole idea of family, it's hard, too, because in the U.S., it's a little bit unique because, like, in Mexico, pretty much everybody's Mexican. In Brazil, pretty much everybody's Brazilian. But in the U.S., you have, like, cult American culture, but then, like, subcultures, like black Americans, mm-hmm. yeah. white Americans, Latin Americans, Asian Americans, African Americans, et cetera. And then even in those groups, it's like got different types of black people, different kinds of white people. So it's like some people truly value family, religion, respect. They have those traditional morals and values. Others, it's like family, respect, values, authority. What? <laughs> Completely different. You know what I mean? So it really just depends on each individual family sometimes, you know? Yeah, yeah. it's interesting. <laughs> it really is. I mean, yeah, I mean... I think that after this this experience, I don't want to live again with my parents. Really? Yeah, no. I couldn't, really. Because, I mean, I live here, but it's 
totally different. Yeah, sure. I have my times. I have my food. I have if I need to cook something for me, I cook it. And sometimes um, I cook for all the family because I want it, not because they told me. Right. Because this not never happened. So I think that this something that changed my life. Mm. Yeah. Well, I don't know, really. And one more else. I think that other different thing that is the time. The time. Ah, oh. uh, yeah. The time. Then they uh, eat in different times. Mm. Always. I mean, when I came here, I eat like a, my huge uh, meal was in the in the afternoon. And no, in the afternoon, it's like a, I don't know, lunch, something. Yeah. But the huge meal here is in the dinner. dinner. And the dinner is like a 6, in, 6 p.m. And I say like a... 6 p.m.? Yeah. I'm not hungry the now. <laughs> That's like a late lunch. 6 p.m. No, it, this is the dinner. I'm <laughs> yeah. American and that's weird to me. That's like... Like, fucking 90-year-old people eat at 6 p.m., you know? That's weird. Yeah. Well, they eat at 6 p.m., and the dinner, and lunch, maybe one, and breakfast, super early, like uh, 7, 7.30. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so... I have a like a one box in my dresser, completely for food, <laughs> and I attack the the box in the midnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. And I don't know. I think that it's also um, everything is strange or different. What about the way people communicate? Because I, I remember, I've been to Mexico before, it was a long time ago, but I've been to Brazil recently, and you can notice a clear difference in the way people communicate between friends, but also even just between strangers. Um, like Brazilians, for example, stand much closer to you when they're speaking, or they touch you a lot more. Like here, if you try to do stuff like that, some people are cool with it, but you don't put your hands on people you don't know. You give people what we call personal space, which means if I stick my hand out, I can touch you, you're probably too close. You know what I mean? So how what's your experience been? Well, I think that in my case, the the white people uh do uh, like a, a eye the eyes eye contact mm-hmm. like a super strong. Yeah. And I feel like um <laughs> I don't know if you are reading my mind yeah, or maybe yeah, yeah. imagine me naked or mm-hmm. maybe something like that, but I'm gonna take my mm. for just in case. So um they speak like uh I don't know, they well I understand more the white people yeah. than the other people. <laughs> I don't want to be 
Uh, you can say black people. people. It's not yeah. racist. <laughs> totally normal. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So because I think that is because the the black people really they talk really fast. Yes. Really fast. And I need to like pay a lot of attention in in their lips mm-hmm. and pay all my my attention focusing in that in their world because I can I couldn't understand really yeah because they speak so fast and they speak they speak like a when you short the when cut you the cut the, the yeah. yeah when you cut the cut I mean. Why? Why? <laughs> do you know that I don't know English? Yeah, Why yeah, do you yeah, know yeah. the last one? And also they ask me like, do you understand me? No, of course <laughs> not. <laughs> of course not. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah that's something um, they definitely don't teach you in school, right? Yeah, and they uh, made a lot of movements with the, yeah, with the body and yeah. with the fingers and out this one they are like a very animated people yeah and the white people is like a barring and just keeping their eyes in yours like a psychos mm-hmm. and i think this is all one last question is if you were speaking to somebody that has not yet joined the program but is very interested in doing so if you could like basically summarize we talked about a lot of stuff but if you could summarize and, and give them a place to start, if you would say, like, if you're interested in joining this program, you should start here, or these are the things that are most important that you need to be thinking about or focused on. What are some of the some of those things that you would say? Um, I think that... Um, maybe um, I will ask her or him, and what do you want to do after to the program? Mm. Because if you want to come back, if you want to come back at the first year, or maybe two years after the program, and you want to phone another, another job of something better for your life mm-hmm. maybe you can do it or maybe you can like a uh, focus in this thing or focus in the in approach all your time study english or study whatever that you can study for your future um if you don't want to to come if you don't want to come back to the to your house I mean, you can also, I don't know, maybe enjoy the life <laughs> or something. Yeah. I mean, I think that is it's harder when you come back to the, your house because you don't have any. So now you don't have any in your own country, you know? Mm. You don't have job. Yeah, yeah. You don't have yeah. Nothing. So you need to begin in, you need to start to the beginning. And now I have my two friends that 
that the, they went first in this program, mm -hmm. they don't have a job. So this is the risk, you know? Yeah, for sure. And if you want to stay here after to the program, you need to know how. You need to change your visa. You yep. need to find a job. You need to find a sponsor, maybe, if you want to stay by yourself. Or the easy way is get married. <laughs> <laughs> That's always an option. That's for sure. Americans love Latinas. Foreigners in general. So. I don't think so. <laughs> well... <laughs> Some of us do. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's always an option. <laughs> but that's excellent advice. I never really thought about it that way, but that's excellent advice. Is before you even arrive here, know what you plan to do next. Because, it, you know... Well, think, mm. sometimes, do you know? No, sometimes you don't know. Don't know, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. so sometimes you don't know. I mean... My plan was just to stay one year. So. <laughs> Things change. Yeah, yeah. So when I was, when I have been here like a four months, I say, why not? Why not? I don't have any in my country. Mm -hmm. I don't have anything. I mean, it's my family, yes, but I can go whatever I want. So, why not? Why not? So, and do you think to interview more helpers? I do. Definitely yeah. do. My What I would like to do, not just all pairs, but people who have managed to reach a high level of English by themselves and learn about their experience as well, because so many people have so many excuses as to why they can't do something, why they can't learn English, why they can't make friends. They can't make conversation. Oh, it's not my not good enough or this, this and that. But I've met so many people personally that never took a course, never paid a dollar. But they speak probably English better than me. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm trying to find a lot more people that are have moved here or doing exchange programs or learn English by themselves so that they can tell their stories and their experiences. Because it's easy for me to say, just fucking do it. But. <laughs> When somebody hears that, they're like, oh, yeah, easy for you to say. But when somebody like you tells a story, they're like, oh, well, she did it. I can do it, too. You know? Yeah, I know. Well, again, your experience sounds very unique, like different from most people that I've met so far. You know what I'm saying? But it's definitely interesting. And I'm actually, I'm definitely interested to see where it goes because um, you're planning to study here and everything and i know a lot of people that are planning to do the same thing so hopefully everything goes well and you'll be able to tell me about that as well what the process was actually like and um how you made it happen hopefully fingers crossed I hope this. yeah board. i hope this yeah really definitely well alondra i learned a lot today i really appreciate <laughs> your time your stories man um your insight your advice all that stuff <laughs> I learned a lot, laughed a lot as well. And, um, I know, I know. I mean, sorry for me. Uh, 
sorry for being uh, like uh, this person that who life the other person. It was a pleasure. Person. It was a pleasure. I enjoyed it. Even the farting dog and the kids and everything. It was a pleasure. <laughs> well, you meet my you meet my fart dog. You meet my kids. Yeah. You meet the the thing. Yeah. With the bad and mm-hmm. the bad time. So. This is this is the life of the, the life of the au pair. Yeah, the life in the au pair. <laughs> All right, my friend, that is it for this interview. I really hope you enjoyed Alondra's story and hearing about her experiences here joining the au pair program and living here in the U.S. for the past six months. It's a very, very interesting story. You know, she's got it made, if you ask me, living that good life um, and enjoying the experience, man. So if you have any questions about the au pair program, Feel free to shoot me a DM at English with Kaizen on Instagram, and I'll be sure to pass those questions to Alondra, and uh, we'll try to get back to you as soon as possible. Now, if you're an au pair at the moment, living here in the U.S., or even if you're not an au pair and you're just living here in the U.S. right now um, for any extended period of time, I'd love to talk to you. I really want to interview more people that have been here, that are living here, and have had experiences either with American culture or just learning English. So if you want to come on the podcast, you want to talk to your boy for a little bit, feel free to shoot me another DM on Instagram at English with Kaizen. Or you can just send me an email at Tony at lifeinenglish.net. That's T-O-N-Y at lifeinenglish.net. But that's it for this episode, my friend. Like I said, I really hope you enjoyed it and I will talk to you very soon. So stay safe, take care of yourself, and I'll talk to you later. Peace. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.